This is Fat Radio International. Embrace the alternative. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains, and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. The event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. And welcome to Starburst Radio with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. And we've got some great news for you. He's back in the editorial team at Starburst. Again, he's back with us, Mr. Chris Hayes. All right, guys. Oh, I thought Isn't you were booing then, Martin. Oh, oh is that it already? It's not, oh my it's God, not a booing. seconds in. It's not. <laughs> he's giving me grief. This isn't a booing matter. <sighs> All right, I've got you. So... It's been a while. It's been a long time. And I'll just address the elephant in the room before Don't we be move personal. on. I mean, I'm always personal. I talk, I talk <laughs> quite open on this. So I'm not bothered. There's some people, a lot of the... I got it. Oh, right. Mm. A lot of um, people that listen to the show, some of them are on my Facebook and stuff. They've seen some stuff. Yeah, I've not been well. And that's why I've been away for six months. It's still an ongoing saga, but it's time to get back on the horse. We're back. And... Here we are. 
I thought you were going to spin it and say that we've been away, you know, learning how to do a radio show. And nah. you see, you no. could say that, but they've been they've been radio reading camp. up and stuff, haven't Pod they? Camp. So. No, no, it it would be better than the show they're about to get if that was the case. Camp so I think might be the right word. We can but... pretend we've had some training, but by the end of the next two hours, they're probably going to be aware that we haven't. So, so you're poorly. I was ish, still am ish. And yeah, is that all you're going to give them? No, I got I got a lung disease and it it was bad news and I've I've been having operations and I've been having a lot of treatments and stuff and I did a lot of people were getting worried that I was ignoring them and and not speaking to them so I did put a post on Facebook to say that I'm going to be okay and you know but this is why I'm not I'm not being ignorant and then unfortunately I did say at the end of it I I don't like social media dealing with personal stuff on it so I'm probably going to delete this at some point after once it's served its purpose and then obviously I got all the safe Ferris stuff then was well intended underneath <laughs> where people well, were did going Did you actually a, get a hashtag? I didn't get a hashtag did you say save oh, Mike no, save worthy. Mike Royce That no. is a shame but I did get no the one round either one of our writers, he was being really, really lovely, but didn't realise what he was saying. He's going, hey, you get better soon, boss. He said, um, I'll see you at the Starburst Film Festival next year because you will be there. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fucking hell, what? You oh, know, dear. and, and uh, there was that. And then there was the other guy who came on and he said, uh, oh, I'm sorry to hear about this. And I, I understand what it's like. I too was, well, I was diagnosed with a terminal illness and then that inspired me to get my new hard drive recovery studio which you can see at this link here we can re recover all of your hard drives up to up to 70 gigs or what i said 700 gigs a terabyte whatever and he went into great detail and i thought wow good lord wow wow so yeah it's been an interesting little journey uh, it's not over yet but i i am fighting away and i i just needed to get back doing this yeah you're back yeah like the show Stronger than ever. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. Ready but to rock. I'm excited about being back, and I'm very excited that you've come back to Starburst and oh, on the editorial team. Yeah. Because the magazine Cheers. will be even better, won't it? Well, I'm not sure about that. There'll be more fights in the. Uh, in they the already office. is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they already is. They already is. Am I booing? Am I oh booing? dear. <laughs> anyway. Well, we're here anyway, and we've got plenty to talk about. We've got loads of news. We've got. Uh, lots of things that are going on, and we've got our personal top ten movies so far. Oh yeah, because it's the halfway point in it, and this yeah. is what uh, lazy people do uh, for content. Oh, isn't it? It, it is. People it's not, like it's not it. just us. What, what, people what love you this. You should have said is because we've been away so long. Yeah, we're catching up with what we've missed. Yeah, what we have said. missed a lot of movies, and, and you know that's it. Yeah, why didn't we say that then? I don't know. Damn. Haven't you got an invite for everyone reading as well? I have. Um, listening, right? Anybody listening tonight? Um, and if, if you're reading, if well. it's podcast, well, <laughs> all I've got to say is you'll have missed this, but you're still welcome any night. Um, it's worth going. It is Fab Cafe's 20 year anniversary. 20? Tomorrow. Too old. Yep. 20 years ago. And this wasn't the official opening night 20 years ago. I had a pre-opening night on the 28th. That's the first time we opened the doors to the public. And it was a Tiger pre-opening Tiger Lounge party. So that my mates at Tiger Lounge came, put the music on. We had a bit of a, a, a good night. And we got all the creases ironed out, ready for Gareth Thomas to turn up the next day and get absolutely hammered and have start fights with the Daily Star. And... Um, 
that was an interesting little saga. So who's Gareth Thomas? Blake Ga- Seven. Blake, off Blake Seven. Okay. Yeah. Was it the I Daily thought Star or Sport. It was oh the Sport. Sorry, yeah. my apologies. My uh, apologies. Could, although it, there isn't much difference. Gareth there, Thomas. This is quite a common name. It could have just been one of your mates. It could it? have been. Yeah. The Blake yeah. Seven bod. I know. The, yeah. The people listening to this will have. Yeah. Well, anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, it, Fab Cafe is at 109 Portland Street in Manchester. It's been around. It's the world's first, and it is the world's first cult TV movie theme bar, and it opened 20 years ago tomorrow. And when I opened it that night, I had about four people. They came to me, walked in, and you've got to go back 20 years. In 1998, you didn't have a bar that was pink, bright pink and blue with loads of robots, a Dalek, uh, movie stuff all over the place, models hanging from the ceiling. People didn't know what to make of it that night. And I had about four or five people say, oh, I'm, you know, pained expressions. Oh, I'm sorry. I know it, you know, you know it, you're up against it with this, though. You really, it's it's commendable you're doing it sort of thing. <laughs> then I Aww. had, and then a guy a who had a party. pub. Yeah, I had a guy from a pub near nearby went over to the door staff, left his business card, and then Jane, who was running the, this team, came over to him and went, oh, you won't believe what he's just said. I went, what? Anyway, he's just passed me his business card. I went, oh, trying to poach you. Yeah, he said, it's how he did it. He said, in six months when this shuts, uh, give me a ring. Oh, my God. And I thought, what a dick. And look at that, though. You know, 20 years what later, what's more popular than geek culture? No, I know. Nothing. I know. Well, I saw. I did see it coming, and I'm not just making that up. I didn't think So that's think why Fab, Fab be... is making you... Billions now. Well, it's done. Hey, hey, Fab, as as Fab has looked after me, and, and we put a lot of effort into that, and it Absolutely. gave a lot back. But the best thing is, it gave me loads and loads of really great friends, and loads of friendships, and loads of things that I'm I'm very precious about. And obviously, I met my wife there. I, my wife. Um, yep, yeah, I did. And in, Austin Powers on my birthday. I mean, there's lots of stuff that that went on there that, that's great now gareth was the first up close star that i've met you know that spent some time with i i came from legal profession i've met some the, like musos and stuff over the years but i've never met like somebody off a tv show that i used to watch and that he nobody warned me that he likes cider that much so he just <laughs> i Gave him a pint glass when he came in at about four o'clock, and I went, "Here you go, help yourself. Are you all right?" And he and I thought I was being dead ignorant, but I, I knew I had to get stuff ready. And he went, "Oh no, I'll be fine, Mike. You just go and get on with it." So he went and got on with it, and then now nah, he was slaughtered when it came to about half past eight. And, and did then he still we, have to pour? He did do. He did do time. it. Yeah, he did a big speech, and then he started to, towards the end where my friend Jonathan Thompson had to come on and, and take him off, and I kept going to Jonathan. You, you're Mr. Show Business. You were your puppet show on Nickelodeon. Go and get him off now. And he um, he just started to... He, this is a recreation of uh, Gareth Thomas's uh, opening line to declare it open. Welcome to the Fab Cafe. It's a cafe <laughs> that's fab. And that was that was how we opened it. Right. Then he started talk, telling people to shut up, and then he started having jokes Will Gareth and being Thomas a bit rude. Mind you, telling this story. He died a oh, few so, years ago. Right, so that's but I, I have okay, mentioned this. That I've discussed this in front of him, and I've discussed it when he was around. You know, he was great though. He was dead loyal. He stayed for two days, and we we were that packed out that night that we couldn't fit everybody in. We had to on the cuff print tickets, make the tickets available for night two and night three. We had literally three opening nights 
and we're recreating them this weekend. We're, we're having Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Digging so, up Gareth Thomas. Oh, oh don't. I actually really like him, you sicko. Yeah? He was all right. You want him, you want him there? Terrible. I wish, I wish that he was around because I don't think he'd believed it would have been here in 20 years because I didn't. I had faith in Still it. Still got the pint glass in his hand. Yeah, I had faith <laughs> in it. Oh, don't be like that. He probably he'd probably be chuffed if they'd buried him with a few tins of bloody lager yeah. or whatever. Get Paul Darrow. But I've never known anybody drink that much. He'd be <laughs> oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? I'm guessing Do you know Paul what that Darrow... has had his legs amputated okay, yeah, because of the right. bloody... Right. Oh, right, I thought it was both. But from what? No, it's both. I thought it was just one. No, it's both. In some tragedy? It's both. Yeah, no. he had blood well, poisoning, yeah. septicemia. Oh, well, that's yeah. not funny. No, it's not remotely I funny. Did, I didn't say it was funny. I guess it's you can't really accurate. lose a leg in a funny way, though, can you? Not really, no. Didn't you have an obituary? Not me. No. Me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when I was having that business argument with the business partners, they uh, printed an obituary online on the message board of one of the nightclubs, that Satan's Hollow, and it, it caught fire, and I got to see... That you were dead? Yeah, absolutely. Killed in a car. It sounded great. It was so realistic how it was written. Um, I died in a collision on the uh, near Barton Bridge oh, on the way up the M62. Oh, holy moly. How have yeah. I never heard this story? Oh, yeah. I got, I got to read everything, and I saw all the eulogies to <gasps> me and everything. And I got off this guy Ed, who was in, um, who was in a, so not a band. Matter. He said, "Oh, it is because he's alive." Yeah, that poor guy. And he's got kids. his legs. Yeah, no. Oh dear, we shouldn't be doing this. This is oh, it's terrible. But yeah, that was it. Anyway, it, it's twenty years tomorrow, and it was. It's been a wild ride. It really has twenty years. And, and can everyone that's listening now live yeah, come down tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow, yeah. Manchester. Yes, you can. Portland Street. One oh nine Portland Street, seven o'clock. I will be there. Will I, you if be anybody, there? I might be there. And if someone comes over and says, I listened to your show last night, I will buy you a drink. Oh, well, you cannot say further than that. I know, I will as well. Is it free entry Wonderful. As well? Just see see me, I'm around. Just say, Where's Mike? And someone will go, Here he is over there. And by that stage, I won't be pissed. He's the one with the toffee hammer. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it with me. I'll bring it with me. I've had a lot of... Signing things in the I'll car. I'll tell you that I've been using that a lot lately, or I should have been. I've been uh, a lot of unpleasant movie-going experiences with people who just cannot behave. Oh, boy. Smartphones oh. need to go in your pocket at the cinema. Unnecessary laughter. Yeah, nervous laughter. Mm. Well, we saw um, Hereditary, and they, they just... They were laughing at the weirdest moments. They I, I, didn't I make any sense to me. Listeners will have experienced this as well. What's the word for that? Other than nervous laughter, I, we'll have to come up with laughter. a phenomena. Yeah, yeah. Know? Maybe one of the listeners can coin a term, send it in, and if they're going to send it in. Uh, tweet, starburst underscore mad. Yeah. Or you can email today, at, uh, today, tonight, at... <laughs> uh, Studio at fabradiointernational.com. It's slick, isn't it? Oh, do you know what? <laughs> it's going to take a little bit to get going, but we'll be all right. How we'll long be back has it to been? normal. Is that six inches? months? Six months. I mean, we, I was hoping to bring it back after the um, film, festival. film festival, yeah. And I just kept having pop into hospital and stuff, and it kept interfering because they kept seeing me Thursday, Wednesday, whatever. They and kept now I'm. Uh, with you. I'm oh. <laughs> The appointments. Oh, right. So, 
I've arranged if anything needs to be done, it'll be at a point when uh, I can still do this. So we're all fine. And I've got Chris with me, so I haven't got quite as much to do. So it's it's helpful so I can get on yeah, with this as well. Yeah, we have. Our so very own Rebecca it's damn Foster. good. Yeah. Hey. It's damn good to have him back. I for, I forgot I was on uh, I was on holiday with with you yeah earlier this year yes and I I really Rebecca Forster came up earlier on today yeah yeah she's the uh, the the newswoman on the Fab yeah. Radio International isn't she yeah. is she still oh yeah she yeah. is she's okay, on all the time I was sat in uh, Evil Pie yeah right yeah. Remember the evil Knievel yes, piece of place? Evil I think you were on the toilet. It's right? an evil Knievel, just so they know what <laughs> we're talking got, about. That's got nothing to do with the... the Killing the, Professor X. It's an evil Knievel-themed <laughs> pizza bar in Las Vegas. Yeah. Who'd have thought? It is incredible. It's called Evil Pie. So it? you were passing your own evil pie. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I wasn't doing that. I was having a wee. It okay. took a while because I <laughs> because I couldn't I couldn't open the bloody door. The it, lock was really dodgy. But guess what came on? What? Rebecca Forster's nasally tones. I over, don't over believe the, you. Yep. You never told me. That. I know. I forgot. You until never today. told me today. Oh my god! So you heard Rebecca Forster? Yes, all the way over there. Oh, no. Wow! Yep, yep, yep. yep. Oh, okay. Honest to God, honest to God. Forgot yeah, because... until today when Martin and the Ripper Man. Yeah. Upstairs. Yeah. Or where's this meant it. to be? Where, where, no, we are. Where we're, we're, is, is this based knows. in Moonbase Alpha as everybody well? Everybody knows oh, that Fab God. Radio is in Moonbase Alpha. Oh, I, uh, I shit it then. No. <laughs> Transmitting from a TARDIS. Right. Literally. And that is actually true. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these guys were talking about it today and I was like, <gasps> flashback. Yeah. Well, anyway, the thing is... Dave, that's not very interesting, well, I've the just weird, realised. It's weird because <laughs> that feature story news is the news service that, that provide news feeds for a lot of major radio stations, but it's a UK-based company, so they mainly do UK radio stations, even though they do have some international dialects on their different... Uh, like, she's clearly sort of American. I'm not sure. Is she, no. uh, it's a sort of America that I've never heard, though. No. I don't, I, I'd love to know where Rebecca Forster comes from, because... She's it, very recognisable. It's very recognisable, but, but I've never heard nice an American. Lady. She's younger than yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah as nice well. And she... Um, but, but, yeah, as a, uh, as a... Yeah, how can I say it? I don't know where... I couldn't peg her. From North, South America, anywhere. She's not like got a Louisiana twang. She's not got a Texan twang. She's not, you know, New York. Trying to do like the BBC English for America. So I'm just saying it's weirder for you to have heard that there than here. I'm just, I I couldn't, I didn't hear a word of that. I was just picturing you pegging her. What? I got, He's taking over my job here. I got, I got, I, thought, I got completely thrown. I thought he, that was his. I know his role. I know. Yeah, exactly. I've been right. back one week. I thought you were going to be the sensible influencer. Look, talking of sensible influence, oh, uh, gee, that's easy for you to say. <laughs> uh, there's some breaking news just happened. So should we uh, hit you with some news? Let's yeah? do that, and yeah. then we go to break. It's after not that, that interesting, yep. but Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. As it looks like he's going to be playing Morbius, the living vampire. Okay. In the new Spy- Sony Spider Verse. I call it the, the Sony Verse. The Sony Verse. Sony Man. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Spider Man's not going to be showing up in his own no. universe, is he? Not till not the agreement wears off, by yeah. which time they'll have this rich tapestry to slot Tom Holland into and then go, thanks very much, Marvel, multi billion pound and it'll be uh, too old concept by then now. To actually make it work. What do you mean? 
because they'll still have it. He looks that, 16. He looks 16. They're not going to, Martin. No, no, they're not. Yeah, and he'll be fine because they're going to, they have to move the story on to have him working at the Daily Bugle so you can have J. Jonah Jameson in it. So they, it's going to fit with how he, how he ages normally, isn't it? Yeah. Tom oh, Holland will be old enough in a few years to carry off that he's a junior photographer working oh, absolutely. for that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So what's he talking about, Chris? I don't know. Controversial for the sake of it. There we go. There. Well, it's not helpful, with, is it, that, Martin? Now that I'm going to start a Martinator, and that'll be the first one. Oh, no, second I actually have. Is, yes, um, which we don't use. The one that we can't use anymore. Do tell. No, you, I can't. Also break. Yeah. Wait, no, but I no, want to know. Need, no, we could do it off air, though. And now everybody wants to know. Everybody knows. What is the soundbite? Mike can no longer use. Everybody right. knows. We may get into this when we get back. Starburst Radio, your source for all of the latest celebrity pedophile convictions. I listen to FabRadioInternational.com. And welcome back to Starburst Radio. And for those of you who are not aware of what this show is, we are the audio version. We are the supplement to the Starburst magazine, which is the longest running magazine of cult entertainment. So the, you've actually got the editorial team here every it's, week. It's a suppository for the ears. It certainly is. I know. It's, so, all, it's, only what, it's representative only by one aspect, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's many more pods. Oh, there's loads more. We also have the Blue Box podcast, which is uh, by J.R. Southall and his uh, buddies, and they will talk for a couple of hours about Doctor Who so that you don't have to. That's yep. their buzzword, that, right, right, right. just so you yeah, don't. No, no, I know. Weird. I know you're not giving... Yeah. yeah. We also have an audio podcast, Brave New Words, by our fantastic literary editor, Mr. Ed Fortune. And that's worth listening to because he knows everything you need to know about that. And yeah. he's a wizard on board games as well. I think you mean book, book, pod, podcast. What did I say? Audio podcast. Oh, yeah, book. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. He does books. Yeah. There you go. And the next one and final one. Well, not final because we might do more. You never know. TV Zone Plus. So if you like Mr. Paul Mount, the and longest. who doesn't? Yeah, everybody does. That's, hey, right, everybody I'm right. loves him. Yeah. Yep, he's like the uh, the elder statesman of Starburst. He's the longest serving employee of the magazine. He's been around since the uh, mid to late eighties, and he's been giving his views on TV, good and bad, and winding people up who who have misguided opinions on stuff like Stephen Moffat being a good writer and stuff like that. He so, really is the longest serving, isn't he? He is, Beyond yeah, by you. far. Yeah, yeah, Beyond yeah. Des. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think Des is the oldest connection, but he's he's not writing, though, is he? Right. He's, uh, he's our yeah. uh, honorary editor-in-chief. Uh, yeah, I Desk guess so. Again. Just thinking, uh, you know, credits-wise. He's got a new book out. Oh, uh, you were showing me this the other day, Terror Tales, yeah? Yep, Terror Tales. A Van Helsing's Terror Tales. Yeah, a compilation of the three-page end to each of the House of Hammer magazines that he brought out in the late 70s. And it's basically Van Helsing telling you a load of 
sort of tales from the crypt type short horror crypt type things with yeah, the sting in the tail anthologies uh, quite and, and I and I got my copy off Uncle Des the other day and I'm very very happy with that he didn't send me one I used to buy that we well, see so you do, you you just you just weren't close enough to him at the film festival no no I didn't you argue him this you time. didn't you know you didn't did you yeah. yeah yeah there was a big argument the year before about oh. the yeah never I mind remember. no no he can be very forceful can Des <laughs> He didn't so, win though, did he? No, no, he didn't win it. As it uh, because he, he was quite wrong at that yeah, on yeah. that. He's right about some other stuff, but he wasn't right about what we were arguing about. But I shall see him at the Festival of Fantastic Films in Trent Blackwood. And when's that? That's in uh, October. Oh, okay. Because you can give them a shout out near at the time. Yeah. Because I do like that. Well, it's, not now. It's, it's a Manchester <laughs> not institution. Not now. So that's enough of that. Yeah. So <laughs> just before we're going, yeah, we will just Spider-Man. say so you, so you know. Well, yeah, Spider Man, but. His uh, his soundbite oh, right. was of a disgraced person who used to fix it for you and no longer is oh, able and, to and for many reasons. Yeah, that's why it's never going to get repeated. Mm-hmm. And what did you do? Like an impression? It was an, an off the cuff, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I turned it into a soundbite. As they are, Be- because uh, yeah, at the end of yeah. the day, he was missing you, and I didn't have enough catchphrases like you did. Right, I didn't have a box. No, I didn't have. Uh, Lameness. You couldn't smell anybody's butty. No, however much I wanted to smell a butty, I couldn't smell a butty. Right. So, oh well. I know. And what Indeed. what made you retire it? Uh, because it was horrendous. We got a letter. Okay. No, it was it was horrible. Anyway. It was anyway, but we got <laughs> a letter tell. as well. I can tell by your face. There's no humour. It was a it was a combination. <laughs> tears in his eyes. It was a combination, wasn't it? I, I suspect. It's not big, not clever. Do you reckon? Yeah. Clock stoppers. So, Mo- Mobius, the living vampire. Yeah. Tell me, Mike, is this a good character? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Is this? So, are you excited by yeah. this? Yeah. Marvel. I mean, had... we've known that it's been coming for a little while. Yeah. Right. There now, are Jared diff- Leto, the mighty Jared Leto. There are different mm. aspects of the wow. Marvel universe. So, they decided. Marvel Studios decided we're going to start with Iron Man, build it from there. When you get to a certain point, we're going to uh, go into outer space. Then they bring in Doctor Strange, which opens up other dimensions. If you'd have got the Fantastic Four, you could have had the Negative Zone and lots of other stuff. But I bet they'll work on that and work them in. But because now they own uh, they own the company, don't they? So I was going to ask you about that as well. It's mm. not- gone through yet that's why they're not no it's not finished and that's why they've not done the crossovers but that's also why the fox have have taken out of the listings the dark phoenix movie because they want to put stuff in it to bolster it up and i've heard that people that have been to the screening of that are horrified right yeah and and i believe that apocalypse uh yeah way worse yeah they said it's an absolute car crash. Wow. And so it's been pulled. I reckon they're going to try and bring a bit of Marvel magic to that one. I hope not. I don't know. Well, you don't put, know, do you? They back a lot of the Fox ones, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Uh, New Mutants as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Fox I stuff. I believe that's still without a confirmed date. Yeah, they, they have basically gone, right, okay, the Fox stuff is there. Let's try to get it under the same umbrella. And I think that's better for everyone when I'd, they do I'd it. Just, I just hope that when that inevitably happens, mm. this merger comes along and they uh, they, they merge the uh, Fox uh, X-Men 
yeah. and everyone into the Marvel yeah. MCU. I hope that they reboot them all. Okay. I don't want any. I don't want Sophie Turner. Not that I don't like Sophie Turner, but like I don't want these 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 actors. She's a crap actress. Oh no, she's not. She is. She's not. But that's I she is. No, she is. She plays a part in Game of Thrones that Very seems well. to seems to suit her, and every other thing that I've seen her in, she's absolutely shite. I saw her in an episode of. Um, Carpool Karaoke, she was very good oh, in that. Yeah, I'll bet My she was, yeah. God. Yeah, I'll bet she was. Yeah. Akuna. Matata. In a passing craze. In a passing craze. Okay, your turn. Yeah, she was with she's... Maisie Williams. Yeah. Well, she's Paul. So how can you yeah. get up with that? No, James Erin. Gordon is the only producer's this. Yeah. Right. She's weak-minded, weak is Sophie Turner. Oh, let's not been led astray by Maisie Williams. No, she's a little minx, is Maisie. She's pulling our Sophie into bad ways. Right. I just hope that when the day comes, they reboot the X Men universe completely. Please. Uh, Well, it's a mess, and I hope what you're saying is completely wrong. Oh no, I I I don't know what they're going to do with it. I just know. I don't want Robert Downey Jr. popping up in Dark Phoenix. They're going to. They are going to just have a few cameos. They're going to have a cameo or two in it. That's all. But they're going to make it obvious that it is. They're just going to make it so it's yeah, like you say. Look, it'll it'll just be a reference error or something like that. Believe me, it. I don't. I don't like it. Don't like it. Reboot it all, please. You'll have it. It's like DC. It's like chemotherapy. This where. You start the treatment, it takes a long time before you'll get any results and there's a lot of hair going to fall out and that's the problem. <laughs> and where they've started DC, why aren't we going to fix this? First of all, they mess about with uh, Suicide Squad and, and make that even a worse movie than it was going to be. Then they mess about with other things. They try and get the Justice League a bit weedonized, you know? And slowly but surely, they're going to get to a point where they get where they should have been from day one. Oh, of yeah. course, yeah. And, and that's it. And I think that's what Marvel will do with the X-Men. They'll just make it part of the universe and then slowly... Like you say, they could be the equivalent of a Flashpoint where things get reset. Yeah. And then you can have new actors and stuff because you can't do these movies without... You can't do X-Men movies for very long like you can't comic books, it turns out, without Wolverine. Now, you know that they've brought him back to life in the comic books. They killed him off three years ago, and they said, no, this is serious now. We've done everything we can with him. He's done. And they had a four-part series, Death of Wolverine. And I was, oh, right, I don't believe you, but okay, brilliant. And now they brought him back. And how have they brought him back? Um, he just didn't die. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, DC talking about DC. You left him and you thought, oh, he's not going to repair himself this time, and then it turns out it took a bit longer. Oh dear! And everyone had gone off somewhere. Yikes! Yeah, yeah. it's good though, isn't it? No. Yeah. There's no, I'm, be... I'm joking. Of course, it's it's, it's fucking why, why shit, isn't it? Why do they call these things death off? Because because, because buy it, idiots then. go, oh my god, this time they might really mean so it. Why don't they do it? That's why. Why don't we do a death of Starburst issue? Because it'll knowing my bad luck, it'd fucking work. I tell you what, That's this why show no one had ever, is no one the had death ever of Starburst, isn't it? it this probably, show. probably. DC. My God. Quickest, very quick aside. There is a major announcement coming tomorrow. 
about the DC universe. Oh, okay. Yeah, so everyone watch out for that. What, that the movies from now on are going to be worth watching? Maybe. give up on them. No, they're not going to give up, are they? But no. you know, we all we all know what's coming. Separate universes. I mean, the only thing me and you are, are, are different uh, are odds about is you think Aquaman's going to be great. I and do. I'm this basing... is Chris's hot take. Okay. Aquaman. Okay. Is going to make a huge oh, splash. Oh, I can't wait. I'm. I. I. I just why yeah, don't no, I just you came up with that? Do my Daniel Radcliffe um, thing. Make a bet to everybody. I will, but I wouldn't Go do on. it that that stupid. Anyone, no, do, yeah, anyone, do something. Anyone you who will wants pay a ha- handshake something bet, to somebody. I don't know. Give something to somebody. I ain't if got you're wrong, to give. well then he's already well, got you my Batman have... cards from yeah, that episode. Well, you must eight have years some ago. more cards. First episode. I've got some Ghostbusters too. Ghostbusters <laughs> two tops cards. Are they oh, from nineteen eighty nine? This I think this the shittiest prize ever. I thought. There's a few missing. Imagine it. Almost complete, a bit like Almost complete, that's correct. My word. Anyway, let's look. I I do do truly believe that Aquaman is going to be massive. Right. Yeah. People who've seen it say it's an absolute car crash. Do they now? Yeah. Ooh, do your people on your 4chans and your reddits. Right. They're never wrong, though, are they? Yes, they are. So you can mock them, but they're never wrong. But they they are. They they charted. These people, and I know which ones to... I, I've actually got a thing where I can just flag the ones that you can trust. It's I don't like even know what 4chan is. I just when uh, you're playing, I, I know it's where you find. I know it's the, yeah. it's the dark web in it. It's where you find. It's not snuff the movies. dark no, web. It, it, snuff movies and underground movie it's news. Absolutely. It, it's where so, all them, uh, leaked iTunes okay. pictures came from. Can I just clarify this? How wrong can he be? I'm going to put it down to he's been away for a bit and he's yeah. just trying to get. You know, it, it's not at all the dark web. It's a bloody one of the most commercial bulletin board systems that there is on the net. And it's all very it is, old school it, it is really old. It's really old, and and just a lot of people vent on it, and it's it just so happens that they don't stop using it. Terrorists and pedophiles what? used 4chan. No, no, them no. as well. Not at oh, all. I mean, you, it's inclusive. You, yeah, it's you inclusive have separate message groups. boards, and there are a couple of message boards on Fortune where people leak information about films that are working on them anonymously. And when you get, you get information, <laughs> and all it is over about six or seven years, I've been every time someone's leaked something, I've gone and when it turns out to be absolutely true, I've put a little note on their on their avatar, which you can do. Oh, don't like, bring up Avatar, for God's like, sake! No, no, I'm not bringing Avatar. No, up. We had no. a show meeting, and there's a few things no. like the uh, like that soundbite that we shouldn't discuss. Yeah, yeah. And it's Avatar there's two, no point three, in, four. There's no point in doing it. No, I don't want anyone to go and bloody see him, even if they're good on principle, because of damage from the first one. But uh, yeah, we. What can I say? It. I have no who to ignore and who to trust. And the people that say they've been to the screening of Aquaman say it was absolutely hideous and there's a load of work to do on it. Now, that doesn't mean it won't be good when it's well, finished. there is a load of work to do on it. Of course there low, is. It's a low threshold, though, isn't it? I Let's mean, me and you have a bet. I don't know. I think it's going to be huge. I don't. No? No. Well, what should we bet? I don't know. It's up well, to you. I, we'll have a Whatever. little discussion in the break. Yeah. But let's... Let's now I'll bet something on it. Rain no it back. problem. Have a think. No because problem. Because I, I do truly. I stand by that. 
It's not that I trust 4chan over you. It's just that these guys, I know, have definitely seen the movie. They've seen it, and me and you have not Mm. seen it. Uh, one last thing about the uh, Morbius thing. Wrap it right back round to that because it's I'm a now, good character. I, I actually want to ask you about you. But let the Leto casting, you can't be happy about that, surely. Right, Morbius is that freaky looking that you could have cast absolutely anybody in that role as long as they've got quite a thin sort of gaunt face. You could make them look just like the character. He was actually introduced into Spider-Man because at the time you had a load of uh, horror books that were out, Werewolf by Night, Tomb of Dracula, stuff like that. And they thought, well, let's put a few supernatural creatures in some of the other issues so that it'll create an interest in the horror books. And the horror books did run and run into the early 80s, but they were a fad. It did burn out 82, 83. Yeah, Blade was in um, issue number 11 of of Tomb of Dracula. I told you my best bargain ever on Comixology, didn't I? Did I say this on the last show? Yeah, I don't think you said it on the show. The complete... Tomb of Dracula on Comixology for yep. one weekend was 69p. The complete. But that, that upsets me. Yeah, but just one weekend. No, no. So that gets everyone drawn in. Right. Snag that. And com- Werewolf by Night, 69p for the complete. Right. Official Marvel sales. Comixology, yes. I cannot recommend can it I highly say, enough. Can I say, I'm 50-50 on that. Half of me is, yes, more people are going to know what I know. That yeah, that yeah. is the best comic book ever written. It, it, why I love Tomb of Dracula is it was written, drawn and inked by the same three people start to finish. Yeah. And you don't get that over a 70-issue run. Absolutely the same. So you can watch it. It's a saga. You don't get that now. You'll never get that Marv again. Marv Wolfman? Marv Wolfman, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> sure. Gene Colan. I thought I'd made that up. Yeah. Gene Colan. He should have wrote the other one then, shouldn't he? Yeah. One of the biggest artists in Marvel's pantheon that Jack Kirby, if I was to say he's probably the the biggest, most influential artist, I would put Gene Colan probably number two because he did everything back then. He was the go-to guy and he had a very distinctive art style that I've never seen since. And if anybody wants to look some of his stuff up, have a look. He did Daredevil. <laughs> Careful what you do. He Google. did four. Look, he did everything. Look, look up colon. <laughs> Don't Google that. Not colon. Well, he's got loads of grammar. Bloody hell. Anyway. It's always got to devolve, hasn't it? You know. It's not me for once. Hey, we've got emails. Shall we do that and go for a break? No, hang on, because this on, is going to turn on. into the Moby, Mobius special if we're yep. not careful and get this done. Right, we'll get it done. Mobius, Morbi- <laughs> Mobius, the living vampire. He's good. He's a great character. He was. A, started out in Spider-Man. He's a, he's a good guy. He's the first time anyone did the angel thing of um, a good vampire that wants to save people yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, And the he's still around. Right. But Leto does my head in a little bit because he thinks... He's the shit. Yeah. He really does. And he thinks he's so deep and so dark and I so mysterious, with doesn't he? I've got to admit. Yeah. I, I liked, I've liked him since, what was that, Claire Danes thing? Yeah. That drama, that weepy high yeah. school drama yeah. that he was in. I don't remember that. I know, I, know, I know the name, but I know the. I know oh, my God, very about. popular. 
Scott. Silk was uh, seemingly confirmed this week, but yes. we know what confirmed means. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, they're, they're in pre-production on it. In the comic it, books, she was a character introduced three years ago because Otto Octavius, Dr. Octopus, was controlling Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And then when they did the... Uh, and she he had become friends and had a sexual relationship with a little person called Maria Marconi uh, because her brain was... He saw her brain and her intelligence as close to his. And then when Peter Parker re-entered the body of Spider-Man, he sort of went, oh, no, I'm not shagging a midget. And then they uh, literally get invented a character that was another girl who was at, at the auditorium when the radioactive spider bit Peter Parker. It actually, next up, bit her as well. And she's just been hiding it for a bit, but she's got not the same powers, but quite similar. And he's got no problem shagging her on the ceiling because they can both stick to walls. Okay. Oh, right. That's what a what a grisly image. Just saying. So okay. So it looks yeah. like Sony's uh, Spider Verse, the Sony Verse, as you call it, is shaping up quite well. If you if yeah. you want a um... all we've got to do is uh, see how Venom does, and then we can all stop talking about these little movies, can't we? Well, Venom was only an interesting character as a villain, in my opinion, and he was it, it, you know Peter Parker, Spider Man. They picked up the suit on an alien planet in a a comic book called Secret Wars, then came to Earth, and then he was using it as his costume. And then it tried to take him over. He, had, he was having none of it, so it found a very angry, repressed guy called Eddie Brock, who was a uh, competing journalist at the Daily Bugle. And it, he found out his secret identity and made his life hell. But the best thing about it was Todd McFarlane's drawing of the way that he drew and um, created Venom was amazing. And, and that's what made him huge. But the problem is, when you've got a villain, you can only lock him up and let him free. Lock him up, catch him, lock him up, kill him. They're back from the dead, lock him up, kill him, back from the dead. You know, there's only so many times you can have a villain pop up and be defeated. Yeah. So they thought, clearly for longevity, turn him into a good guy. And it's that version that they're bringing to the screen. And that's a boring version for me but anti-heroes aren't boring though are they he was never an anti-hero though when he was at his best what about he was the only was bad a, guy um... you thought might beat spider-man right yeah sure mm. Mm. what was he recently i saw um uh, venom space knight what's that angle yeah they're trying to link it in with the rights that they no longer have to rom the space knight which was owned Whoa, by, by the uh, toy company yeah are you kidding no You've uh, from the, the all the stuff that Marvel created for the ROM comic book, yeah. they own the rights to Candor, yeah. the Space Knights, the whole lot of it, all of it. They own all of it, but they can't use the name ROM. So that now they talk about ROM the Space Knight, which was a toy out in the late 70s, early 80s. And, and I had it, and it's awesome. This is Rom, the Space Knight. You can imagine he comes from another galaxy with his flashing neutralizer. Activate Rom. You can imagine he has rockets to blast into space and a translator that communicates with lights and sounds. You can even imagine his respirator lets him breathe in any atmosphere. 
Rum comes with the three plug-in accessories shown. Nine-volt battery not included. Rum, the Space Knight, an electronic toy new from Parker Brothers. I remember they, the commercials, never heard it myself. They just mentioned that, oh, the, the greatest of our kind, or that guy, or whatever. They just won't mention him, and they'll have a silhouette. They can't even use an image of that guy. Who owns the rights to Rom, the Space Knight now? Um, the, the American company that also owned Palatoy. The company, I think it's it Kenner. Was it Mattel or Kenner? No, Kenner. Yeah. I think it's Kenner. Because I... I they owned it. They introduced him. There's a Rom Space Knight. They introduced him in um, the early stages. Okay, well they introduced. Well, they introduced him as another character in the Action Man range. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So if it's GI Joe, that would be probably no, not not GI Joe. Oh, just Action Man. They put him in as an Action Man figure. Yeah. 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 Because of the connection, so they had the rights. So they basically manufactured the same toy and gave him the Action Man thing. Didn't fit him with anything Action Man was doing. You know, he's on, on reconnaissance somewhere in Iraq and then, oh, hi, you Rom, you all right? Are oh, you looking for aliens? <laughs> it's pathetic, isn't it? But business, you see. Right, do I do your email then, quick break? Um, I reckon we should do the break and do the emails when we get yep. back and see how everybody is reacting to our uh, rusty comeback. Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. All the latest from the fantasy genre. Available from any good newsagent, or you can download to your tablet today. Across the world, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at FabRadioInternational.com. So, we've got some emails. Yeah, I have got Paul Mount's Movies of the Year. So, what yeah. I suspect is when we get stuck in to going through hours, we should mention Paul's as we're doing uh, yeah. it as well and see got, how it matches uh, up. We've got David Geldard's as well. Oh, okay. Right. Well, we will use them as we're going so, with so ours. So, wasn't ignored on Twitter before, so. You never get ignored, David. Ignored? Never, never, never get ignored by no, us. No, I, I did the little hearty thing. Did you? Yeah. What a favourite of him. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Why, was he kicking off? No idea. Oh, he's very oh. aggressive, that man, isn't he? Again. Hey, I'll tell you Again something. with the jumping to conclusions. David, uh, if you are listening, I, um, I did find your attack on... On Liam Gallagher quite entertaining the other day. Uh, we were all laughing about that in the office, but just so you know, uh, you're not alone in those um, feelings. So, Loz says, good God, you're back. Where have you been? Hello, Loz. Well, beginning of the show, we explained it all. And the podcast will be available on iTunes, so it's there to listen to. But bit poorly, been away back now. There you go. Jeff Runciman. By luck, I've seen your tweet. Have you been doing podcasts as well? Absolutely. On iTunes, Jeff. I don't even know where you get them from anyway, lol. Anyway, good to hear you again, Jeff. It's good for you to be back with us, Jeff. It feels like uh, I've just got back on a bicycle. Now, JJ Francis is, is emailing, and he's got quite a long one here. I'll be as quick as I can. Mm-hmm. You talked about Vegas, and uh, I live in Philly, and here are two good reasons why it's a shithole. Gordon <laughs> Ramsay. 
He's opening up restaurants everywhere in town. There are huge posters of him glaring down at you from billboards, daring you to say something bad about his food. Okay, here goes. Overpriced, (laughs) not enough, and clearly an exploitative way to make money off your name without actually doing anything but checking in a few times a year. The 5am gamblers. I usually get up at 5am and go down for a $3.50 coffee. And without exception, there there are always still people gambling then. And believe me, these people did not wake up like me. They're chasing the dream, hoping that the last pull of the slot machine arm will solve all their financial problems, however, forever, not however, forever. As sad as those card flippers. Card flippers, right. Yeah. That's a bit deep, you know. It is. Mr. But JJ Francis. He's, he's quite right, though, isn't he? I do agree. I do agree. Does he and know this is a sci-fi show? But, but I know, but it's but, food news, isn't it? But I found that quite deep. It's quite deep, wasn't it? You know what they say? Too many cooks have shows on television. Well, yeah. Well, someone's let us loose with a radio show, so we can't really comment, can we? There, James B says films are over with. Exclamation mark! Um, streaming TV is king. Podcasts are streaming TV is king podcasts are over getting boring far too many amateur hour ones of them buying music oh sorry buying music is over and done now it's stream this isn't me by the way you bloody hell james get some commas in here you you're confusing (laughs) me now it's streaming fake news everywhere just a late night thought james quite right too i'm I'm, not everything that he said yeah because films nice save there martin because I was ne- getting ready. Films will never be over. Of course you will. Of course not. Never. They did. And by the way, t- streaming TV, half the time they're streaming movies. Yeah. Yeah. And music, people are buying music more than ever. Yeah, they are. I mean, me, I, I know loads of people like me who are buying vinyl now again. It, and if you'd, have, yeah, if you'd have told me that vinyl had come back, I records. wouldn't have believed it. Okay, because it's it's like you you've got now access to all the music in the world. You're finding new artists that you you like all the time, aren't mm, you? Yeah. And I think there's still people do people still, will still want always to want to own something. Yeah. Yeah. Physical so, item, absolutely, yeah. without a doubt. Like having without a doubt. In their hand. Yeah. So it's the same thing with Comixology, <laughs> isn't it? So the the rise of comic yeah. books. Mm. That when Comixology came along, mm. that was heralded as the death of the comic book store. Yeah. But the opposite, just like music, has happened. Where people are just their their passion now is they, they don't need to trek down to a local comic book store okay. on a you know on a on a Wednesday and, and spend a fortune. They can do it from the comfort of their own uh, their own home on Comixology. However, they still can now go and get like a prestige format hardback edition of something that they actually really like and uh, you've got all the unlimited services. Marvel do one, don't they? Comicsology do their yep. own. Uh, you know where you've got. It's all you can eat. People again have a the, find. They're deceptive, dis- though, aren't they? Because they're discovering I, new titles. I where, think the unlimited should cover literally everything in their their archive. I really do. And and then that is absolutely fine. Well, Marvel's me. Marvel Unlimited is the. Um, Everything apart from the last six months. I know. Which is really good. I suppose if you want to wait, but there's lots of spoilers out there for everything now. And no, that's the problem. True. And that you end up paying a premium. You have that for all your back stuff and, and all that. But I love physical comic books. I, I actually believe 
that there there are. Uh, I'm being serious. If you said to me now, I've got fifty grand. I want to just put it into something for ten years and just get back. So it's it's kept pace with inflation. Yeah, I've had some interest on it, and it's still worth that fifty grand or more. I would buy a comic I would, book. I store. would give you no. I would I would say to you, I'd give you a list of comic books to buy, about twenty or thirty, so that we're all diverse all over the show. Um, we'll try and guess what movies are going to be coming out with Marvel and and all the rest of it, and we'd invest it. And I bet you might double your money, to be honest, because right. they are going up in value like mad. They really are. I've got stuff in my basement now that if one day we just spent a day going through them all, I think we'd be horrified, or, well, horrified in a good way as it's to what they're worth. Because I've not... No, they're oh, not. God, yeah. No, they are waxed. <laughs> they are wax-sealed, these. But talking about comic You've not books... slapped them, have you? I haven't slapped them. I have my way of slapping them, which does the same thing, which seals them with just wax on a, uh, a, a, ba- a board back, acid-free, and you just put it in the envelope and a wax seal and you're fine. Yeah, so uh, you don't need to pay someone to grade it and do whatever yeah. you can. And they they just uh, slap the uh, cover in, and they're uh, not putting anything else in the middle. Well, can you imagine that if you that's bought one of them? Just, if what, you bought stole? one of them, yeah, yeah. that's that happens. You're yeah, joking. Yeah. And then and because you're never going to open it because you have to unseal it. Yeah. So then course. if you opened it and there was just a little bit of a polystyrene that thick and the actual cover was just a photocopy, and you wouldn't know. Uh, a high res photocopy. I'm sure. I'm sure it's happened where they've, they've replaced it with like a lower grade mm. inside and just used that cover. So yeah. they're straight over to the secret stash. Yeah. And putting it in front of the comic book man. There you go. But not anymore. Which gets us onto this one. <laughs> I know. Slick that, wasn't it? It certainly I could see. was. <laughs> okay, I could see it where you were all, going. It was almost Good man. as. Uh, as smooth as their sort of transitions when they have suddenly somebody coming in with something valuable. Oh, fuck Adam off. West! They all do what it. What are you no, doing here? They all do it. I think the most embarrassing one was the first episode where the guy was just driving past in his replica Batmobile. Yeah. Hi, guys. I'm the shittiest actor in the world. I was just passing in my Batmobile. I it was all fun, could... though, wasn't it? It was, was fine. It? It... Oh, you're not a fan? I, I, comic book I, men, not, AMC's comic book. I've not watched about. the last couple of series because a hey, we can't get it over here. Um, yeah, uh, no, but yeah, no, that, yeah, I got, I put off it. Cody, Cody. Chris keeps telling me about that, but yeah, well, I'm not engaging with this. Well, here Cody. we go. Right, we're on so season right. eight now yes. of this. This oh. Is that when Comic Book Man got cancelled? Uh, season seven, they didn't get an eight. We've oh, got an eight. We've got an eight. We've got an oh. eight, which is one more. And we started not far in front of them. Yeah, I know. It's probably same time. I recall. Yeah, we started the year before they started because we had them at Fab Cafe. Yeah. We did Space Monkeys. Brian Quinn. Show. Brian Quinn. And um, now one of the uh, and, Impractical uh, Jokers. Yeah. And um, but he isn't one of the. Uh, and Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. And they, he wasn't they, allowed? No. Well, exactly. Walt Walt uh, can't fly. He won't fly. Oh, right. No, I mean, uh, Brian Quinn mm. yeah. wanted desperately to be on Comic Book Man. He did, yeah, he and they wouldn't, they wouldn't let him, no. No. But, but well, Ooh. I don't know about that. We've Martin. had a bit of a. We've had. Um, I'm not an impractical Joker's fan at all. It's yeah, great but it's, fun. it's not everybody's thing, but. It's it's all right when you just sat there. It comes on. 
it's undemanding. You can just sit, watch it. It's a laugh. What's wrong with that? Yeah. No. Having a laugh. No? No. Oh, well, there we go. You can't please everyone, can you, Chris? <laughs> You're not you allowed know. to have a laugh. So, anyway, boy, it's oh, been cancelled. It's seven seasons. I listened to the farewell podcast from uh, all of them with Kevin Smith um, yesterday. And, yeah. And was that a smodcast or was it, it was a, a smodcast. Steve Dave? No, it was a smodcast. Right, okay. And they're, they're pretty gutted, to be honest. And they're trying to desperately get some shows together to carry on uh, being available for everybody. But at the end of the day, it's not quite going to be the same. And I think, I think they've had a good deal out of it. I'll be honest. Kevin Smith, my God, if people think I'm breathtakingly honest, which I will be on this show. I've told people that no one had ever mentioned, you know, about how we run the mag, what I'm honest about, all the mistakes we made, all the stuff. He's He was brutally bloody honest on it. And he said that the secret stash, which is Kevin Smith's comic book shop, was about to close down hmm. when they offered this to him. Serious? And I it was a this. lifetime, a lifeline, because he said, I will support that comic book shop until the moment where I have to actually pump money into it to keep it going. Right, now, yeah. uh, if that had been the case... Because it keeps his mate, he's one of his best mates, yeah, in a job, doesn't yeah, it? So until it starts losing money... Yeah, but I've pumped, oh. I pump money into stuff all the bloody time. Careful. It, I'm not, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm not <laughs> saying where. I've got other ventures that I have to, and I never think about it like that. But he said it was close to the end and then this came along and he said it was a real shot in the arm he got paid for the shot being shut which gave him income as well as the publicity right. so he was dead honest he said it saved the secret stash in red bank new jersey which is kevin smith who more rats clerks that's his comic book shop because he's always wanted one yep yeah it's one but of the, the first things he did yeah with but he's his, but he admitted money yeah but he admitted that um bricks and mortar comic book shops are not long for this world he said in the actual podcast and he said this was great that it kept it going for that bit longer and the worrying thing is he said who knows when it'll close but you know at least it kept it going a bit longer yeah oh that's very sad and was, was ming chen really crying at that point ming chen is the one that's done all right yeah. he's uh well, he's got all doing... sorts of convention appearances well they and all stuff. do the convention appearances now and that's the only thing they've got not yeah. not not everybody well apart from Walt yeah yeah because as we've established so, anyone who he doesn't fly anyone who watched uh, comic book many seven seasons and all He's it was people want to see it was a um, it was a version of like hardcore porn or porn stars these the two shows that are on uh, cable that are uh, basically people coming in a pawn shop with weird and wacky items and hilarity ensues yeah and they did the same with a comic book shop and it was a natural it, it of course it'd work there's a bunch of geeks working in a comic book shop weird people come in with weird stuff and you know hilarity ensues yeah seek it out good luck in the UK, it was very difficult. To, why didn't Netflix get it? ever pick it up? Well, I have no understand. idea, and I don't know why it wasn't put on anywhere else. But it was a, an American thing only. Uh, the only people who have ever watched it have been over there, or they've used coding to get it over here. 
Mm. So are you sad it's gone? Yeah, very sad. Yeah, I'm sad yeah. because it, it was actually just a bit of fun for 25 minutes. Of course it was. And, and, it, and it, I, I did find it got better and better yeah, as and it, it went on. And it they showed kind me of some got stuff I a little, to see. a little looser as well. Yeah. Uh, they were they had that little bit of freedom to um, you know mm. veer off script a little bit and yeah. when they crack up in that show it's genuine and I, I like nothing more than to see mm. friends yeah you know actually hanging out and actually having a laugh I believe I don't know. that yeah. I find it quite infectious yeah well, I like that aspect of it soft, o- really, unlike this where we're all completely fake it's all scripted we all yeah. hate each other we yeah. just turn up we that take my we take this money <laughs> uh, so yeah R.I.P. comic book men it's hopefully it'll live on in some form or another yeah it's funny that Kevin Smith says that you know bricks and mortar comic book stores are you know, not long for this world. He because, accepts it, so it's I mean, difficult. Have you been in a... I know you yeah. can't just stock comic books, but, you know, the amount of merch these days... Uh, merch is Merch where is it's on at. the rise, yeah, merch because if you go to a at, HMV yeah. these days... Pop figures. God. Pop vinyl, yeah. Well, they uh, had a comic book man episode where they got their own um, Funko Pops, didn't they? And this week, Taika Waititi mm. uh, got his own Funko Pop as wow. well. And it's part of the director series. My God, he's launching that, so that's right. awesome. We could, we'll get a hopefully we'll get a Quentin Tarantino, yeah, uh, a uh, David us, Lynch, yeah. yeah. Oh and my us, God, us three are going to get one when they Roman Polanski, the losers, the losers hope, hope. series. You know, you get a Polanski. It's a good job he wasn't listening, isn't it? Who Polanski? No, you, <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. I just said that we'll get ours when they introduce the losers series. Bring it on! I'd love we'll it. We'll do it. Yeah. Some of those men would be a bit too lifelike with the roundness. Oh, God. Oh, God, you do look like a Funko Pop. <laughs> oh, here we go. There's a soundbite for you. Uh, but, yeah, bite. you're into a HMV now and, you know, the you know DVDs uh, and Blu-rays are actually being muscled out yeah. for merch. Yeah, and of course, yeah. And even a lot of, you know, the graphic novel sections are growing in HMVs yeah, nowadays. So. And T-shirts. And cheap record But you know what? Movie. You know what? What the truth is what you're actually getting at here is um, well basically derivative product product bloody hell i can't even speak properly derivative show back don't worry derivative product is outselling the source material Mm, wait derivative yeah yeah, that, that's the negative connotation. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. No, because I mean, every, anything that yeah. yeah, anything that comes from from it derives something from. It derives right, from okay. yeah. A derivative don't mean um, it's negative. lesser. No, yeah, In yeah. fact, bloody hell, some of the nicest things I've got are derivative. I mean, but it can, it, it, most people it's use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I, yeah. I, I thought you were okay. Well, I thought you were throwing shade at the oh, no way, crowd. No way. Good God, yeah. I buy too much. Well, well. Let, listen, if I'm I got giving, a Funko Pop today, I live in the a, post. Listen, I I live. Do you want to know a, who I got? Who Go did you get? Faith. All right, yeah. Elijah Dusku. Oh, that's good, Faith. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, I live in a temple of derivativeness. You know, it is. The source materials there, but I'll just get anything. You run a very really derivative like. magazine, also. Oh yeah, of course. We don't exist without the source. You know, yeah. well, all we do HP, is report on what's out there. Everything. Yeah. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Shall we start the top ten before we go to our it has break? To be really quick now. Oh, don't worry about it, Martin. We're, We're fine. fine. We got thirty-five minutes. We've got to we do have... it within the sound of that. Uh... Right. 
pick of the pots theme. Right, number 10. Yeah, and now how did we count? This is our personal. This is, this is Starburst Radio's yeah. top 10 of the year so far. That yeah. lazy midpoint thing that yeah. people do. Yeah. So number 10, The Shape of Water. Right. We like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number nine. Number nine. Now, no, it was good. It was good. I found some people. Oh boy. I found oh. that some people have over-egged the pudding with their affection for this. It, it that is was, great. That was kind of derivative, but it was it worked. Yeah, oh, well, you know what? He is using it in a negative. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had moments. It, 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 the whole thing he wanted to do the creature from the back lagoon. Mm. And he's done his own version of it. Okay, enlighten me. Okay. I, w- I want to ask you a question about this. Mm. Um, I've not looked this up, but you, do you, are you are you aware of that lawsuit yeah. that he got slapped with? Yeah. And did you check out that original short film? I did. And what did you think? It's similar, but it's yeah. it's, it's theme, thematically similar. Right. And what's it about? It's, it's someone who falls for... It's not necessarily a sea creature. It's... it's um, yeah. It's a fish or something like mm. that. It's is he in a laboratory? This no, fish? No. no, no, no. Right, okay. It's very different. Right, but but the, the look, theme is there. So we it, we no matter what you do, there's a lot of people writing stuff. Of course, there is. Yeah. There are there are no original ideas left. No, it's just how you spin it. It is mm. it is is more holds more to creature from Black Lagoon. Right. Than it does to anything. is the is the uh, main protagonist uh, mute. Not in that one. Okay. That's, what's, it's, uh, what? So, so there's a fish creature. Is this what he's kicking off about? Yeah, that's this it. filmmaker. Yeah, oh, right. love, Just wanted to love ask. Love affair with fish creature. There you go. Right. Yeah. Uh, in, enjoyable movie. I uh, the only thing I didn't like about it really, and I mean it's really mm. got on my wick, uh, was the score. Mm. I thought he was going to say the way she kept having so right. Been. Have a dirty rummage in the bath. There is one piece of music on that soundtrack that's absolutely amazing to listen to. Yeah, and then the rest of it had was accordion themed. It was weird. I don't like accordions. I've realised. No. But no, I I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Because there was that orchestral. Yeah. And it was great. And then something happened. They went, oh, we'll make it a bit different now. Oof. Two twee. Two twee. But yeah, solid. Number nine. Number nine. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And something we discovered this week mm-hmm. that me and you didn't know. Yeah, we got up and we left and we didn't see the bloody end credit. There was a, st- a little post-credit, post-credit sting. sting. Yeah. And, um, and because it's getting to the point now where we're going to be staying at the end of every bloody movie out of fear of missing something now. Because you never, you don't know they're going to do it, do you? If anyone's listening that knows of of, a, of an app or anything that we can just like yeah. put on our phones. Post credit. I'm sure there is app. a website that, that posts that sort of stuff. My God, but yeah, uh, you just, just you're just dead worried, aren't you? Is there a post? Yeah, yeah. No. yeah, because the problem is I've seen a website that does that, but then it has a description of what it is. Yeah, no, And then yeah. you flick on that page and then you see that and that's that's basically spoiled the entire film. Yeah. Because you've got a brief description. Yeah, well, we could do with that because, yeah, it turns out there was a, a scene that sounded like it was the best scene of the bloody film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I like this film because... It went in a different direction. I'm a fan of Lost World more than Jurassic Park 
because I love this raised the Titanic going back to the scene of a of a disaster years later. I loved it. I mean, they did it in Doctor Who when after Davros had died, year, hundreds of years later, the Doctor goes back to the same place and finds him all there, Davros all entombed in cobwebs and stuff like that really uh, affects me. So I quite like this as well because they're going back about, it looks like, three or four years later and they're rescuing some dinosaurs. The first part of the film, I didn't like that much. I thought it was a bit tedious and a little bit repetitive. I like the <laughs> second half because... It was set in this big gothic mansion, and I thought it was pretty cool. They really did lean into the horror more as well. They didn't did, they, this yeah. Time? yeah, 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 absolutely. And then, and I've got to say, it has set up what should be the best Jurassic Park, Jurassic World dinosaur movie absolutely. you've ever going to see. Very strong, very yeah, strong. Yeah, I couldn't wait. If you just said then. Right, we're going to put a preview screening of that on right now. And it was late when I was, it was like midnight. I'd have gone, yeah, I'll stay. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to see it. Sold. So, and before we go to break, number seven, how to talk to girls at parties. Where did number eight go? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Shit. The Director and the Jedi. Number eight is Director and the Jedi. That's yes, it. which is available on the uh, Last Jedi uh, home video release. Oh, God. This is, a feature, this is a feature-length documentary that uh, actually played <laughs> in cinemas uh, in, in the States uh, around we festivals. UK stuff. Well, it came out in the UK this year. Okay. Well, it, let's face it. We can't discount home video releases because in Starburst, you know, there's... The, you know, some of the main, most major releases go straight to home video these no, days. We won't ever dispute that. VOD is an important thing. Nowadays. Absolutely, um, yeah. But when, but what? when this was mooted, it, that wasn't part of the... Uh, I didn't say movie. cinema. Oh. I said movies. I mean... He's got his own agenda. I find this a very spurious one, but if you feel passionate about it, then it's fine. <laughs> Why? That's it. I mean, it's... that's cool. It's a it's My a fe- it's a feature length talk. Yeah, it, this it, it it's it's perfectly valid. Absolutely. He says so. No, yeah. it's a movie. This is a movie. Yeah. Uh, I guess you've not seen it then. I wouldn't. Next. I I don't like the guy. That no, but this is a fascinating look at the development of the Last Jedi, and I would urge even those who disliked the Last Jedi to check it out. And you will see some fascinating stuff. Anyone who's interested in, in the making of uh, movies, regardless of whether they're Star Wars film movies or not, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it's one of the best filmmaking documentaries I've ever seen. Okay, it's warts okay. and all. It is brutally honest, and I am amazed that it even exists because these enough. were the guys who, like, they there was once a making of um, Force Awakens book right. that was due out and written. Um, by J.W. Rinsler off the top of my head mm. and um, it was Disney mm. who buried that you're right yeah never got released much to uh, the author's chagrin oh well I think it uh, yeah revealed a little too much did he get paid though whereas well of course he got paid that's all that matters oh Good God. Number what a shallow seven. view. Number seven, <laughs> as I accidentally revealed earlier, before we go to break now, is how to talk to girls at parties. And I must well, admit, I'm, I have I'm not... that's number seven. I have not seen this movie. It's a great Now, film. I do want to see it. It looked like it starred uh, uh, Jareth from Labyrinth. Is that right? 
No. Sell it to the to the people. <laughs> Go on, Martin. Sell this movie to the people who have not seen it who are listening. It's directed by a John Cameron Mitchell, who people will remember from Hedvig and the Angry Inch mm. uh, and okay. Shortbus. Okay. <laughs> very controversial you know, I, I know short bus yes, yes. Uh, oh dear very 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 good director very nice guy I interviewed him for this film as well and he was very very oh nice why there the, we go me, me, me and John Cameron <laughs> you know uh, Elle Fanning plays an alien okay I think she's great yep uh, Alex Sharp plays a young punk in yeah. Croydon mm. in the 70s who comes across this uh this cult of aliens who are on a, a little jolly around the yeah. universe mm. and uh, basically falls in love. It's, it's, it's Romeo and Juliet yeah. in the punk era okay. with aliens. It's based okay. on a Neil Gaiman Do you know, source material, isn't the, it? Oh, yeah. The only thing I'll say here, I'm sold, I'm going to watch it now, but my God, that title, you're just not going to think there's any genre aspect, are you, with that title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's like it, a John Hughes movie it, or something, If, if doesn't you're it? aware of the game and sort of thing, which yeah. I was, actually wasn't when I, I, I first saw mm. the trailer, sort of last year. Do you know what I mean about Jareth from Labyrinth, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 Nicole Kidman? Yeah. That's her look, surely. It's, it's, it was sort of based on that. Her character, the character Queen Boadicea, is this? Um... I swear to God, mate, she looks like really. Bally. She's Bally. Got, with, right. a fe- with a feather yeah. cut. I want to see this now. I'm actually. And, this and is a good sh- thing about this show. I'm and actually I'm sure excited. It, I'm sure it is actually probably based on that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, but she's like an, an, an amalgamation of people like Vivian Westwood yeah. and mm. Caroline Coon, who were sort of like she was the uh, manager of the, the Clash for a while. Right. Uh, the, the iconic people of that time. Oh, great. Who, who sort of had the, the kids in the palm of their hand and was was manipulating right. them. And, well, I'm going to watch this. Because she, she manages this band who everybody goes to see, all the young kids go and see. Right. And, and, you know, he well, good. Issues. Well, that that <laughs> that was number seven. So we're going to have a break and then come back with the, the final six. But I'll just say... I'm sold on that. So how to talk to girls at parties. If you uh, take Martin's advice, you'll know exactly how to. Starburst Radio. Winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Awards. Across the world. 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the final part of tonight's Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And J-Lo has emailed in and says... J-Lo. No, no. J-A-L-O. Hello. More sophisticated. Oh, that's fair dues. Um, Jared Leto is he's, he's, he's agreeing with what Chris is saying, going, yeah, he's, heard he's playing uh, scientist-turned-vampire Morbius in upcoming Spider-Man spin-off, but it isn't a Spider-Man spin-off yet, is it? Because no. they can't use Spider-Man as such. Uh, the actor is also playing the Joker in an upcom- upcoming DC origin movie. There you go. So he's right. just informing you and me and everybody okay. of that. Yeah. So Thanks, J-Lo. Yeah. Exclusive. But, mm. but we were away when that got released. That I believe he's also singer in a band. What got released? 
the news that he was gonna they're doing a Joker spin-off. Oh, I know. Him. You know, there's two Joker movies apparently yeah. coming out. But one let's... in canon and one out. Of exactly. Canon, yeah. Let's uh, wait till tomorrow. This mess. big announcement. Yeah. I predict will clear a lot of this stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's they're going to restart it all, aren't they? I believe so. Big yeah. red button. Yeah. But they're going to keep Gal Gadot. Of course they are. Yeah. There you yeah. go. And Margot Robbie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. The yeah. bits that yeah. worked. Yeah. It's pathetic though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Anyway, Mac, moving on. Here we go. You see, uh, we're going to wait till the top three, and then we'll talk about what Paul Mount has said, and we'll look at the honourable mentions and all that. So when we yeah. start to get to number three, we'll include yeah, him yeah, and look yeah. at what he's put. And don't sure. forget, we've, yeah. got, we've got David Geldart yeah. as well. Of course. Number six, Isle of Dogs. I know, but what about the uh, number six? Yeah. You're taking it on a tangent there. I know you do, but... I love dogs. I know you do. No. Oh, no. It doesn't sound like that, though, does it? It doesn't sound like that. I love dogs does not sound like I love dogs. Stop banging on about it. I know. It doesn't. Wes Anderson's latest, yes. Wow. You know what? If I had made that joke, it wouldn't have been funny either, so. It's all right then, isn't it? Yeah. We're all not making anyone laugh. We're all good. (laughs) The I love dogs is, is a great movie, and... I've got to say, five. <laughs> no, just just a quick one. I'm just saying, it's it's got an amazing style to it, and he does something new with stop motion that I've not seen before. There's a weirdness to this that that it is. It's just fantastic. It's so much better than uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox because this is not his first foray into this. He's done a lot of movies. You've all seen lots of them, I'm sure. Some people hate him. He's a very Marmite director, Wes, An- Wes-, yeah. Wes Anderson. I find a lot in all of his movies. He's an, even the poorest of his movies is still a bloody classic. I know? don't think he's made a bad movie yet. I don't. To be honest. I honestly don't. I really don't. Uh, don't I'd be hard pushed to choose my favourite, but I. Rushmore. Rushmore's a great movie. For me, yeah, personally. That's, that's probably right up there. I mean, a lot of people, the most commercial one he did was the Royal Tenenbaums. And then, Fantastic. That's my yeah, second. it is. It's wonderful, that. And, um, oh, what's the one? The Train. The um, Darjeeling Limited. Darjeeling Limited. Not um, a fan of that one. I, my, well, no. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Great. To further down. I like the. Let's hope. just do a Wes Anderson top 10. I know. There right. you go. But you could go on. Number 10. Isle of Dogs is not a disappointment. Number five is a box office bomb, an unexpectedly uh, big bomb, which, uh, you know, if you hear that, you think, oh, well, it must be rubbish. I would argue not. Number five, Solo. Yeah, wonderful. This is, this is number three in Mr. Geldart's. Is it? Okay, yeah, good, right. good, good. It's not anywhere on Paul Mounts, that. I don't, no. I don't know. No. He's, See, this not, is he's a... not a big Star Wars fan anyway, so... So I I would uh, I would wager most people who went to see this movie enjoyed it enjoyed it yeah, yeah. it's a it's a great fun exhilarating that romp around the uh, small area of the internet that probably went to see it and just liked it but didn't want to say they liked it mm. yeah sure yeah because it's it's uh, I won't I won't say fan service I just think there was two things but. There was a negative reaction to the last movie, but there was also that if you've got a movie, even if it was a positive reaction, it's not wise to release another one mm. this soon. But of, no, Marvel, 
did get away with it. They they had Black Panther out, and then almost before that had finished its cinema run in some areas in America, that was still out on because it's done that well. When Avengers came out, Avengers and that knocked featured it out of the Wakanda and Black Panther. Yeah, yeah I know. So sure. I don't I don't think it was that. I think there was a negative. I do think there's a um, there's a a boycott with some fans, and it's quite sizable. But I do think they're being silly because they will end up seeing this film and they will end up seeing uh, episode nine. So mm. I I would have, if I were them, go, right, I've registered where I stand on it. They're making the next one. I'll go and see that and then I'll judge it I'm as a whole. I'm not having any input on it. Because it is three parts. Of course. And at the end of the day, that that's it. So I mean, even look, look at the reception to Empire Strikes Back. We've talked mm. about this on the show, mm-hmm. haven't we? Mm-hmm. That the and people don't remember this. Or they weren't there at the time, and they've just believed. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. But it was received a, a very negative uh, uh, mm. reaction, didn't yeah. it? Um, mm. From uh, from a, a lot of parties, including including the, fans. the mighty Starburst mm. itself. No. There were two reviews. Oh, One review well, said okay. it was great, and John Brosnan didn't like it. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, and he's the guy who was writing the column I write, and it was. Uh, it was quite. In our day, it was, was quite right about some of the stuff he said. He said it. It was a. It, it structurally in his mind. The best, the climax of the movie was the massive fight with the walkers and all that, and he he found it weird that that was right at the beginning. And then he found the rest of the movie. And Can you imagine climax. if it got released today? Mm. I'd, I predict you'd have the, the same kind of negative reaction because Possibly. it is it is very structurally unsound. I mean, I've mm. always kind of felt that about Empire. It's not my favourite of the Star Wars movies. It's not mine either. No. But it is a deliberate middle piece. Yeah, 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 but back well, then, back people then. weren't yeah. used to a cliffhanger. No, no. So I've got to wait three years and absolutely. see what happens. And but, so that goes back round to what you're saying about, you know, yeah, but it watching was, episode nine. It worked well with 12 year olds because you got 12, 13, 14, and then at 15, this was part of you growing up. Is yeah. your final chance to meet these guys who you've been hanging around with since you were like eight. And and it really did a but, big, but it, big it's, it's that mentality impression. that has clouded some people's judgment yes it has yeah and, and they're, they, they're thinking they should still be having that reaction yeah they when they were 15 so it's bad it's difficult odd. for me because i just dis- i dislike the last jedi so much it's i i'm trying to be even-handed about it but i can't ever see that being up there as a classic i don't and i think these guys are right in some of the criticisms which i at the time i didn't like empire strikes back but i still knew it was a good installment mm. you know and that, I mean, that's that gets the problem. better the more you see it. It does, yeah. I mean, it'll 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 wear its way out. I, I, I still just have to make make it known. I I, I absolutely adore the Last Jedi. Yeah, f- phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I, I think for for me, it's one of my favorite personal. Yeah, favorite. I'll never movies. watch it again. There you go. It's it's. This is not. I did the only thing I've got to say is it, it wasn't. It he was hired to do a blockbuster. And and uh, to me, being he clever, a very dark, interesting. He did, yeah, he piece. did. And and time will tell. Time will tell. Who's of course, right. it will. It will. And, oh, and, course. Well, and not these who's people right, need but, to be. Know. Well, who's right? We'll we'll see what happens. Hey, ho- over hopefully, time. yeah. Hopefully, but it'll be remade. Eh. That's yep. silly. Well, it's just damn stupid. Oh, yeah. They claimed as of today, I think it's a hundred and fifty million. They've been. 
Pledged. Pledged. But, yeah. But when yeah, they first well, we've went all on... had credit cards bounce, haven't we? Hey, no. imagine if Disney went, yeah, sure, guys, and everyone can check up these people that we're well, talking about. Can't, can't yeah, they? sure, go they remake can't. it. And uh, would people, in your legal yeah. expertise, mm. be bound to uh, what they've pledged? Because I've seen people, you know, so, certain celebrities yeah, they are bound, pledge they, 50, but, uh, 50K. No one ever sees them. But you see, it's never to this degree. You don't often get people pledging that sort of money. People are pledging two, three, four hundred quid for yeah. movies, and you don't get people. They, oh, it's negative to go and stomp on some guy just because you know the the credit card. You know, we, circumstances change. The problem is they pledge that, and then three months later they come to take the payment because the thing's ready, and it. it I know yeah. it's like, it's like they, when I in the meantime a, they've gone a, bankrupt or been yeah. divorced or something. I sponsored you know? my niece to do a, like a you know a, yeah. a sponsored swim or something like yeah. that, and then uh, I go, oh yeah, twelve twenty quid, twenty quid, it's fine, yeah. and then come time to uh, collect. Oof. Always twenty. See, it happened the other Ooh. way with me. I had a skydiver come into the house, and I paid. <laughs> I sponsored him to do the skydive. Then I sponsored him the second time. He came round and said, yes, we're doing it again. We've just done the first one. Can you sponsor me? And then he came a third time, and I'm in the back garden with some friends. And I went, listen, have you got any idea, whatever? I don't, I think this is a bit weird. And then he went away. And the next minute, literally four weeks later, he's on the front page of the evening news. And he's, yeah, it was a big scam. He'd been doing it for ages. It was, it, but, but you believed him because it's skydiving. Yeah. If it was a little run or whatever, but what a cheeky sod <laughs> skydiving. Nah. And I was ponying up left, right and centre. Nah. Disgusting. But, yeah, the, anyway. but these guys with that stupid campaign, mm. when oh, they first God. came up, wasn't they saying, we've already got the money? I they, heard they, there was some rich guy that pledged a big chunk again, of it. They had it? the full pledged. budget. Yeah. They had the full budget. They had that. We don't, it's going to happen. That's what they say. It's just ridiculous. Because Seth Rogen went on and went, Someone's give you that amount for this. My yeah. God. All you've got to do is get the rights to remake it. My I God. mean, yeah, it's comedy at this point, isn't it? It's, and it's if you look so at their silly. Twitter feed, I was showing you that graph. Yeah. Only a hair away, you know, Adam Driver's nipple. Yeah. The ni Adam Driver's nipple they're graph. They're not doing themselves any favours with that either. It's comedy. It's making it look even more crazy. Ryan Johnson himself so. predicts it's Nathan Fielder of Nathan for you. Oh, well. That would be similar. It would. So it would be good, wouldn't it? Anyone who's not seen Nathan for you, you need to watch it. Seek it out. It's a very, very, very funny show. But In fact, it's it's surreal. You've got five minutes. Oh. I know. We're all right. We're on number four now. We're on Hereditary. And Martin wasn't as keen. I really enjoyed it. Loved it. Yeah. And we didn't have the ideal screening. No, some, but, you the know. nervous laughter again. Yeah. Uh, apparently, if someone gets beheaded, spoiler. Well, no, well, dude, apparently, a lot goes on in that film. Yeah, no, but you, you know. could have been talking about another movie as well. Know, apparently, yeah. if someone gets beheaded, yeah, he's not going to use hysterical. something that happens in the movie. He wouldn't yeah, be that. Yeah. He wouldn't be that, that daft. No, of course not. No, <laughs> my God, my Martin. God, no, no, it is just, it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous to be laughing at some of the stuff that that people were laughing at, and I, I just find it difficult to watch horror movies but i will say this again this is another case of with mother i said that movie and that advertising campaign it's irresponsible because you're selling that to to jennifer lawrence fans as some oh this mainstream horror movie that she's in 
oh, brilliant, yeah, and then they get that. And Hereditary, the poster, and I quote, this generation's Exorcist. Mm -hmm. The Exorcist was a mainstream horror movie. It was a blockbuster horror movie. It was it was very commercial. It's not. It's, you're gonna you're luring people in under false pretenses. Yeah, and that, the, and that's not good. That may uh, put bums on seats. Uh, that walked out. They, we had walkouts well, that yeah. I haven't seen for a long time. Walkouts. However, word of mouth will eventually damage it. It will. You know, so oh, there I, were I, people I don't, sat don't... near us who you could hear, but one of them said, "Oh, it's a bit boring, isn't it?" And I, I thought, know. "Oh, Jesus, I know. yeah, for, for, it is for her. For she shouldn't have been there. It's not her sort it, of film. It's not boring. Oh, it's not boring, and it's very well made. But I just Extreme. think that, that final act is a bit. Oh, yeah. And with mounted with this review, that final act is is a bit all over the place. See, yeah. I like the later I loved stuff it. Yeah. because it felt. Sort of Wicker Manny sort of it, it built, bit out that, there. That for me, that was a hell of a climax. I don't think it was pretentious either. I don't think no, it was about, trying about to be like that. I think the uh, what we you know you you thought the the the, the metaphor the the themes yeah. are uh, are always in danger of being quite pretentious yes. throughout, and then it. No, nah, I'm not going to say anything actually mm. uh, for fear of giving it away. But there's a lot of subversion going on. There is. Mm. It's, it's fascinating a, piece. It's clever for me. film. Yeah, it's clever. There's some ideas in there that are really quite good, and and I will say that. Yeah, and you did like that bit, Martin. The, 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 there's a certain um, incident, and it's quite shocking. I mean, really shocking because of when it happens. Yeah, it's yeah that surprised me. Yeah, I know, and the the vision of the the imagery of that bloody hell, you know. But, but yeah, I get again Disturbing. what, what Mouty says about that scene. Mm. You know, it isn't as shocking as much as what we've seen in other films. People have over overread that pudding. You see, I didn't hear anybody going on about that. I didn't that hear. Bit. I didn't so hear I didn't any, what about any pudding either. I didn't read any reviews. I saw <laughs> a poster and heard the buzz. I avoid reviews. I before just thought, I go my God, movie. I've not seen a decent horror movie for so long that I was really looking forward to it. I though, my number one thing I, I want out of a story is to be surprised yes because you know and uh and i was mm. genuinely was mm. um and quite and yeah quite haunted by it as well i like the the aspect of it where in a lot of films like that there's something horrific going on in a room or something and then the main character is all in a real state and then their partner or their friend, they drag them in and go, look, look at this. And it turns out it's not there. It's all in the head and all that. And I like the fact it subverted a lot of that. Mm, I like that. that yeah. There was a bit of that where you're thinking, oh, is this all going to be, you know, a bit a bit of uh, what this character is just thinking and exactly. it's not real. But I do then, love tales like that where you do, yeah. unreliable narrator. I wasn't yeah. sure that the incident we were talking about earlier had actually really happened. I thought it might have well, been Well, let's in not his keep head. talking about what, let, anyway. what we can't talk about. May or may yeah. not have happened. Yes. So anyway, it's at, it's at number four, but um, on Mr. Paul Mount's list, it's classified as a stinker. Now, he's got two stinkers on the list. There's Hereditary, and I can give the other stinker because it's not on our list at all, and that's uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. I shamefully missed it. I shamefully missed it. I couldn't be asked. Oh, jeez, look at that. Okay, why I did you bring it up, Mike? I think that's kind of it. Mountie brought it up. Yeah, but that says a lot. 
if we have not bothered to go and see oh, it, God, right? And so, we're in, that's really embarrassing. It's not embarrassing because we we've been to see loads of movies, but we just so you can't see all of them. Go and do stuff. And the fact that all three of us, I take it a really negative on the marketing if all three of us, there's not one of us that's been infused. Move on. Right, anyway. Number three, Black Panther. Great. And that gets an honourable mention from Mr. Paul Mount. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Very, very strong female characters. It brought Jack Kirby's artwork to life for the first time in an actual movie where I've seen someone and gone, my God, it looks like Jack Kirby was around and helped him do the CGI, you know. I'm with you on both those fronts. The um, female characters were wonderful. I just really struggled to get excited by mm. Black Panther himself. I thought he was going to say something Why? He's a noble character. Yeah. I, lo- I love his uh, accent. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think for Do you me, like the Wakandan um, cross your arms? Hello, that's thing. cool yeah, as yeah. well. It's yeah. not cool when you do it to um, what's his Michael Jordan. Why? What does he do? Because um, what? In, very, in real life? Yeah, in real life, there was um, it, people have been doing that to the uh, to him and to uh, what's it? Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been doing him. Uh, they they'd be interviewing at the beginning. They'd do the Wakandan little hello, yeah, yeah. with the crossed arms, and obviously Bozeman's all right with it. He does it back to him and all that. Yeah, uh, there was a very in, um, embarrassing scene on YouTube if you want to find out and just go, what is it now? Um, not Wakandan, yeah, right, yeah, Michael Jordan, and you'll find the clip. He sits down and she goes hello and does the thing, and he just sits there, says nothing. And then she does it again and goes, ooh, like that. And he does nothing. And she goes, what, really? Really? And does it a third time. And then he just looks at her with disgust and goes, I'm not from Wakanda. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? What's it? I'm from Wakanda. Oh, this is personal. Now, wow. was the interviewer white? <laughs> yep. Okay. And that's why. Yeah. I get it. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it, but she mm-hmm. died. She shriveled up into a mess. Right. And I thought it was a bit mean. Yeah. Because the the silly sod, you know, she doesn't even know what she's doing with that. I think the um I was a little disappointed in in just in terms of the 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 taking Black Panther uh, and comparing it to the other what 17 movies in the mm. in the MCU. I thought, personally, I've seen stronger. It's culturally very important. Uh, they, as you said, the the female characters are wonderful. All 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 three of them. Yeah. Um, but it still kind of ge- degenerates at the end. Yeah. To two CGI characters fighting again. And, yeah. It reminds was, me of the end of Iron Man, where yes. you just go. Man in tin suit needs to fight man yes. in tin suit. And you know, yeah. you know, but Bozeman and Michael uh, Jordan, Michael C. Jordan, they, they probably didn't have B. that much B. Jordan. You were close. <laughs> <laughs> probably didn't have 
that much to do in the, oh, that that God. climactic scene, you know. No, I know, I it's know. It's like you were uh, Robert Downey Jr. What does he have to really do anymore in there these movies? Some bits he can that... shoot all his scenes in a single yeah. day, which is why I disagree with you again from before, it's Martin. A bit cartoony, some little bits. Uh, Downey yeah. Jr. will never give that gig up. It's too much money for too little work. It's he's not going to go My away. My God, the way that Marvel—I'll say one thing: Marvel have really nailed this CGI Botox in now down to the point where bloody hell! I mean, even the scene in Marvel in Civil War, you had um, a young Tony Stark look like a young Tony Stark in I Ant Man. Um, Michael Douglas looked exactly yeah. like he did in uh, in Wall Street. So we were know, talking before with uh, the upcoming Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, it's confirmed. Yeah. Uh, it was Sam Jackson, Nick yeah. Fury, and yeah. um, we've also great. got a- Agent Coulson yeah. back as well. And it's going to be great seeing. And it's set in the nineties. And they're going to be de-aged. Yeah. And it's going to be cool. I can't wait. I can't wait either because I reckon Phil Coulson was more of like I get where you were saying earlier. He might be quite different than you would expect. Clark Gregg, yeah, yeah. he's going to have. He's going to be rocking a mullet. I just yeah, know it. Something like that. Yeah. And it's what did you suggest ace. for uh, Nick Fury? That was a great idea. Oh yeah, he's got the pulp, the pulp fiction <laughs> wig on. Do it's, it, Marvel. It just he's got Do that it. hair, the pulp fiction hair. But uh, I, yeah, we know that he's going to have two eyes, and I reckon that he's going to lose his eye in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's he's got to be on it. It's Still be. delivering, isn't it? Missed it. It's a missed opportunity. Otherwise, it is. It's the most complex series of movies I've ever seen and I don't think you'll ever top it I don't not in my lifetime um, and to link in further to that number two is Avengers Infinity War Ooh. now I will say just harken back to um, number three for Mountie Paul Mount says Annihilation for number three yeah. but number two his number, his number two is A Quiet Place yeah I enjoyed it a lot so, but it hasn't made our top ten. That I didn't know why. No, well, it's me and you were discussing it, weren't we, mm. uh, the other day? And whereas we both enjoyed it, we did both agree that we've kind of seen that before. Without that, yeah, the, the central gimmick of the, uh, the, the 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 silence, yes, and you know the the character uh, who's uh, the death, yeah. I've seen that, and you've yeah. seen that a million times. The the oh, the, yeah. the the antagonists the antagonists are straight from video games of twenty years ago. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I was quite disappointed. Actually. Do you know? I I was toying with it's this enjoyable, and I thought, but do you know what? They'd have been better off never showing them. In some I agree. Way. They should have just I done fleeting cutscenes, never actually shown them, and I think that would have been better. But I don't think a modern audience can get their heads around that, and that's the problem. And I, it's felt like it was pandering too much to that. But I did enjoy it. Two things that bugged me. Oh one, God, I was just about to say, yeah, I've got two as well. Two, right? Number one, that kid on that bridge <laughs> had it yes. coming. I don't uh-huh. care. You can feel sorry for him if you want. Uh-huh. He had it coming. The little shit. He he endangered everybody <laughs> just so he could play with that bloody fire engine, was it? Or what spaceship? What I it forgot what it is. Yeah. yeah. Forget it. He he deserved that. And um, number two, that nail. Yep. Those were the, the exact nail. two. Ridiculous. The nail. The, yeah. nail. The, the nail especially. You're all walking round barefoot. You're all walking round barefoot because you don't want to call no noise. 
and you're not you're not going to hammer a nail into the floor. But you can't hammer it because it's got no nails. Yeah, well, you put a cup over it. It's got to yeah. be something, something Martin. You can something. pull it out. Yeah, yeah, pull it out. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Better still. Good lord. Anyway. Yeah. Right. Anyway. But, all right. Um, number uh, two. In, no, Infinity Wars yeah. was uh, David Gardas and Mountain's number one. Wow, yeah. see, very popular. Yeah, there's not much to it say about it, is there? That we, you know, uh, the ultimate gift to people who've sat through 17 movies and it says, right, you've enjoyed all this. Is where we say thanks. It felt like a thank you. I was, I was disappointed because everyone loves it. I can be the, you know, to throw a little no, bit of negativity. You, you know, it's it, not perfect. A little bit, yeah. It, it, I, I, I was. Uh, the Russo brothers seemed to really deliver. Mm. in their previous entries uh, in the action stakes and I found... Winter Soldier. Uh, incredible. That's the James Bond film that yeah. I'd always want to see. Heightened reality. Civil War also, oh, you know, Unreal. and I found them exhilaratingly shot and mm. uh, the, the, you know, the action choreography was just as spectacular. Yeah. I got none of that personally from Infinity War. Right. I found it very flatly directed, mm. the whole thing. I like the fight at the end where they nearly got the gauntlet off Thanos. Yeah, I thought you know, that was really yeah, well done. Yeah, you've, you've got all the, the, the characters involved in that scene. It, it's nice to see. But, but I'd say there was about 40 characters in that film. And they all got... And what they did well in that film was everybody got... Even the minor characters got a moment in the sun. Uh, they all got a little bit. And no one was really shortchanged, I don't think. Mm. And I think the important thing, I think it was very brave that they shoved Doctor Strange front and centre because he always would be in the comic books, yeah. really. Uh, yeah, he's not a very popular character. Even that movie, it did well at the box office, but it wasn't, you know, a Black Panther. And it, um, and they pushed him in, and I thought he was better in that than in his own film. I thought he was amazing in I that. I agree. I loved him in it. And uh, some of the comedy, you know, you're embarrassing us in front of the wizards. Great lines, and yeah. Super stuff. Yeah, but it's really good. Um, did you like the stuff where the, the, the Hulk is now scared of coming out because he's had his arse handed to him? Not really, no. No. Again. Did you not buy that? I didn't buy it. We've just seen Ragnarok, so to me it, it doesn't really add up. Yeah. Um, I don't, that seems like... You think he'd be more powerful than that and he'd just be aching to get back in the we'd, fight and we'd just seen kick it. his ass. We'd just seen it, so it seems like it. If, if you lay all that narrative down across those movies, his arc is now a little bit wishy-washy. Now, up, down, but, up, down. But, but here's where I see it. The, in boxing matches, you get the heavyweight champion of the world. They did it in the Rocky thing and it happened, it's based on real life where you get the guy and he's that strong and he's that, he's battered everybody he's great he's at the top of his game and then he just gets lazy and he thinks it's an easy oh him there that guy from titan oh i'll just batter him and then he half tries and then he gets his ass handed to him mm. and uh, i think the next film you're going to have to see the hulk come back and you remember the strong the angrier the hulk gets the stronger he gets he could possibly batter Thomas. Again, like you say with The Last Jedi, let's you, you say yeah. you're going to wait until the next until chapter done, and yeah. see how the story... I'm kind of like that with Infinity War. Yeah. I know that there's part two or whatever it's going to be called. I wish I hadn't read the comic because I know. See, I, don't I know. think I know what's happened. I don't know. And, and I hope I'm wrong in a way, but I think, I think some people will be a bit disappointed if it's straight from the comic, but we'll have to wait and see. So what's the number one then? Number one is Deadpool 2, which we saw in 
XD in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's a great screen, that. A XD, for anyone listening who doesn't know, they've got a curved French-style 1960s cinema screen and it's got amazing sound all the way in the ceiling, all under the seats. The whole thing, you cocooned in sound. You can't hear a goddamn thing. Yeah, so and, basically every screen in, yeah. the, in, the, in the UK needs to yeah. look like this. And, and maybe people yeah. would enjoy going to the cinema well, again. Well, I said to you, one that I think one of the most important things is I read into what the XD is, and every day they calibrate everything, make oh, sure well, it's right and the, the bulb's right. The, Great. Uh, the brightness. It was crystal clear, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. But what about and the movie? The movie, I, I, did, I, I didn't stop laughing. I just didn't stop laughing all the way through it. I, it amused me, it entertained me. It surprised me in that it, it was so adept that it could flip from being a, just a, a bloody laugh fest into deadly serious. Yeah, there was some then, moments of into, real drama yeah, which it, left yeah. me scratching my head, like, yeah. where are they going to go with I this? I know, and then, and then it had flipped again. They were almost three gears it was using. It was like, yeah, the Deadpool that you saw last time, now we've got, oh, serious drama, and then, oh, it's actually Marvel Studios-type uh, action sequences, mm -hmm. which were right up there. Yeah. I really enjoyed them, and, and Domino was uh, I was thinking it'd be Negasonic Teenage Warhead. It was Domino who stole the show for me. Both were great. Yeah, yeah they were absolutely. both amazing. Yeah. Uh, though the, great the fight sequences. The fight sequences, again, so here we go. Go back to the uh, what I thought was lacking in Infinity War. Yeah. Inventive action choreography. Yeah. Uh, this delivered. Yeah, of course. This was fat, phenomenal. Oh, my God, yeah. 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 So it's yeah. the best of all worlds. I, and you know me, great. I was never really a big Deadpool fan. Mm. I don't like mm. the idea of that fourth wall breaking nonsense. I don't like a character that can come in, in and out of his own story. It and was like, fresh, though, when they did it in the 90s. Yeah, no, I bet. the comic book, even I'd, though I'm he not, was drawn by Rob Leafield, which I'm, they had a joke did, at yeah. his expense in the film. He's I, a I'm not, not criticising it at all. It, it just doesn't work for me because yeah. then uh, they, there's no stakes all mm. of a sudden. But this really, really won me over. Yeah, it was an audacious post, well, mid-credit sting, wasn't it? Uh, whatever you... What, and then we waited till the very and end. There was and there none. wasn't one, but God damn it. It's the... This is what I mean. It's like, we're going to end up sitting through bloody credits for everything. But this no. was, I agree, the, it's, the, it's the best credits, sting, mid-credits, whatever yeah. we call it, yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, yeah. unbelievable. Well, Mountie great movie. His first was Avengers: Infinity War, where I was I was? I think we just swapped places. We had Deadpool two, and all that. But I do I do note that Deadpool two got an honourable mention right. from Mountie, as did Rampage and Cargo. Oh, interesting. Yeah, oh, Cargo. That's uh, that's on the old Netflix. So what was David Geldad's? David Geldad's Solo, Deadpool two, and Infinity War number one. So pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, ours were based. Uh, mm. Point system, just yeah, how yeah, we yeah. calibrate the uh, yeah. the uh, official Starburst Top Forty every year. But I say it's not been 2018's not been so bad, has it? Mm. There's been some nights. Nice, I've been. Wasn't there's been as some... bad as this time last year. No, no, no I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I no. think it was about two years ago where we just had a, a slew of amazing films, yeah, didn't we? And we two or three years. Yeah, ago, we got it, yeah. ruined, didn't we? Now we're yeah, but. I'm, I'm happy with that. No, I think I think that's a fair <laughs> that's a fair top ten so far. Deadpool we've got... two, our favourite movie of 2018 yeah. so far. 
Oh dear, Mike Caldwell's just emailed and shit, missed the whole show, thought it was next week. Ah, uh, well, iTunes will be up there in a couple of days. Uh, we'll just get that. Uh, lose. We just got. Oh, uh, we're all going to the twentieth anniversary of Fab Cafe at one hundred and nine Portland Street tomorrow evening, and then I will be editing Manchester. the show the day after in Manchester, of course. Yeah, and and there we go. But that's that's the end of the show, then, guys. Oh, yeah, right. and. Uh... So, how about a quick plug, Martin, before we go? Yeah. Because we also have a magazine. Yeah. That's why we're allowed to do this show. Latest issues on sale now. 450. 450. Go on, and what can they expect? Ant-Man and the Wasp. There you go. Are we looking forward to that, by the way? Yes. It looks massively. The trailers look wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in Come America, on. you can tell us all about it next week. Oh, that's annoying. First time this has happened? Yeah, because of the World Bloody Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. I know. I say, I don't like football. You probably gather I don't. I don't think Martin's too keen. I I think Chris would rather have uh, needles stuck in his eyes than than watch it. So I think we're all on the same page. But we do appreciate that some of you guys do like it. But I also uh, own a bar that is completely empty because we won't put sports on because we're a cult TV movie theme bar. So we can't put them on and then I have to suffer. Now, I did make one exception. I've said from the minute I opened the place 20 years ago, I said if England get to the cup final of the World Cup, I will put on the cup final from 1966. Perfect. So the retro. You, can't, you can't fault me for that. Right, so that's about it. Have we got to so, go? Yeah, yeah that, no. that is it. So Listen to him. Unfortunately, I can't wait. It's out the door already. Oh, come on now. Wait, it's been good. It's not been too bad, but we'll be, we're back now, so get used to us. We'll be here. I've been Mike. He's been Martin. He's been Chris. And we are going to see you next week. Tumbling through a thousand centuries. You don't know where you land. It's a dark in mythology. Treasures of history to be found the legends of time All the handiworks remain Only a dream away Listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar, Portland Street, Manchester.
Jangle. 